all human thought, all science, all religion, is the holding of the candles of the world's past and are we ceasing to get we gave the start knowledge for the gate to the cosmos to hear reality pointless ring of our fight when the stars are running back they could flood the trash the sky but when the stars were wrong they could not live but although they no longer lived they would never really die when the universe is vast and inexplicable and you are weak and insignificant then you know you're playing call of cthulhu this is an actual play of Call of Cthulhu 7th edition featuring adult themes and horror. Listener discretion is advised. Find our published scenarios at starsareright.com or contact us for help unleashing your own twisted tales upon an unsuspecting world. And now, settle in, dear listener. Intrigue, high adventure, and cosmic horror await when the stars are right. Hello and welcome back, listeners. Today we'll be playing Session 5 of Good Vibes Only, a scenario written by Fedra Floru, aka me, and published by Stars Are Right. This scenario is available to buy and run for your own group. Just check our website or buy directly on DriveThruRPG, link below. Now, who are you playing and how are you today? How? I'm playing Nicola Kuhn and I could go for a quick dip in this lake. How are you guys feeling? Noxicals. I am playing James Canavan and I expect to drown. Lydia. I'm playing Russell Baran, and I'm afraid that I'm about to get that sinking feeling. <laughs> Seb. <laughs> I'm playing Karen Coakley, and I am very much ready to drown Guru Sage. <laughs> I think we all are. <laughs> and I'm Fedro, your keeper for the day. And let's dive right into this episode. Hal, tell us what happened last time. Nicola chases Malcolm as he leaves the meditation hall and the diversion she and Karen were creating to buy the others time to snoop around the Guru's office. Their search proved fruitful. They transcribed a ritual to destroy the mysterious Bismouth into Russell's old-fashioned phone before stashing the mysteriously glowing tome in the nearby woods. Russell did get a lungful of the incense dust that puffed out of the book's pages, and remains a little out of it. Nicola, meanwhile, has managed to delay Malcolm as he closes in on them by feigning a fall and a twisted ankle. By the time they reach the office, it's empty, and by the time Malcolm picks up some incense and helps her back to the meditation hall, it's time for the next activity. Karen's kumbaya circle disperses to gather their favourite possessions, ready to bury them in the woods and let go of attachment. Nicola finds herself wrestling with some unexpected feelings for the oh-so-fit-and-healthy Malcolm as his well-muscled frame steadies her on the way there. Instructions lie on another incense-laden table. Eldritch symbols again dance in the reader's vision, but they manage not to inhale any mind-altering substances. They dig holes and try to hide their regret as they say goodbyes to their treasured items. James has managed to save his sketchbook by convincing Malcolm his first sketch was the only one worthy of burial. The others manage to keep their smiles in place, but Talia is visibly struggling to let go of her sister's teeth. Quick works needed to keep her negativity from harshing the vibe. James distracts Guru Sage while Karen comforts Talia, and Nicola takes the opportunity for a little flirtatious dancing with Malcolm. Insisting Talia's tears are of joy, the group is able to complete the burial without ruffling feathers. Having made it to the next break, Russell is brought back to his senses with a depressing story involving potatoes, and the party splits as before. Karen and Nicola reprise their roles as decoys, leading the laughing crowd in a macarena while the rest sneak back to the office to steal the jug of acid needed for the Bismouth destruction ritual. With it safely stashed in the toilet cistern back at their cabin, they all prepare for the third activity. 
Apparently, it involves ducking each other in the lake, which can't possibly go wrong. Back we are at the lake when you've been paired with people who are clearly under strong influence of the incense and are ready to take on this activity wholeheartedly. Uh, just a check keeper. They don't just look a little bit smiley like, say, Russell looked sort of 20 they're minutes euphoric. ago. They're euphoric. Yeah, they like giggle, they sing, sing to you, they laugh, they dance. They're very... It's, uh, yeah, the things they're saying don't always make sense, but sometimes they do. Oh, good. So, yeah, you're in your individual pairs and each one of your uh, the other attendees you've been paired with say something about would you like to go first or shall I? The lake looks delicious. <laughs> Were they just like licking their lips? <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? They look very excited. Uh, Karen will immediately say uh, oh, please be my guest uh, and gesture for, the, for her partner to uh, get in the water with the intention of <laughs> seeing how they react to this whole thing and then attempting to copy them so that she doesn't look weird. <laughs> how about everyone else? Going first or second? Well, I mean, we essentially both have to be in the lake together, right? Uh, sort of floating around and one of us pushes the other under. Is that the deal? Yeah. And you, you, you're each supposed to imagine you're your significant person. Right. Okay. Uh, I think I think James would do the same thing. I think James would say, "Why don't you go first? With a great big smile on his face, like, "Yeah, this is a great plan." Russell is trying to think of some way that he can sort of get out of this, or just like do it halfway, but. He's not coming up with anything, but he's absolutely convinced that one or both of them are about to drown. So he kind of tries to usher his partner in at the same time, like, oh, well, let's let's do this then, and kind of take their elbow and both walk in together. He's still trying to think of a way out and not coming up with anything. Oh, yeah, it's more of a pushing the head in rather than going all the way in full body. Oh, so we're just sort of leaning over the bank sort of thing. Oh, okay. Surely, do we not both wade in like waist deep like a uh, baptism? Yeah, oh, that's what I was um, viewing it as. Yeah, we... you wade in but you don't both have to be like swimming. Oh, sure, okay. sure. Okay, but we're not like kneeling on the lake shore and then just like leaning over and, and smushing their head into the sand. <laughs> I don't know how stoned these people are. Maybe that seems like a good idea. Okay, so is anyone going first? Or shall I just proceed assuming? <laughs> that you're... sounds dangerous okay, as hell. No. no. <laughs> Nicholas going second, please. You all, including Kiana and Talia, push your pairs down into the water. They sink in and they say very still. There's no pushback. How long are you holding them for? Are there other completely stoned pairs there with us? Yeah. I think James would generally take his cue from them and the very first completely stoned pair to let their partner up, James would let his up immediately afterwards. Mm-hmm. Good plan, same. 
Russell, being a doctor, would know that cold water shock can be really, really dangerous. So he's going to do it for as short a time as he possibly can without looking too sus. So <laughs> like 15 seconds if he can manage that. Okay. What about Karen? Uh, I seem to recall us being told a minute in the handout. I might be misremembering. So if that is indeed the case, Karen will be counting to 60 in her head fairly quickly uh, and also looking around. And if someone else comes up first, then she'll let her person up. Oh yeah, it is a minute. (laughs) Uh, So yeah, if, uh, if, if, if no one else has come up after she gets to 60, she'll be the first. Otherwise, she will she will take. Um, uh, I think it was James's lead, uh, and pop up straight after whoever the first is. Uh, so Russell, you let go of your pair at fifteen seconds, but you see everyone else is still going, and you get a a look from the staff members on the shore. He will do a little laugh, like "Oh, silly me! I lost my grip. I was just..." not concentrating and then he'll push the person under again but feel really wretchedly bad about it after a minute you let them all emerge they don't fight at any point they've just surrendered to it and when you let them out they start coughing until they can breathe and then feel then then you see a strange light-headed smile of relief and joy in their faces like i did it but they they don't look super well but this they, they, they probably will be okay and then after a few minutes of recovery it is your turn great so what do we do? are we are we all gonna hold our breath for a minute and have a minute of dead air is that the plan <laughs> i wouldn't but do that to your ribs <laughs> yeah i'm just gonna suggest it a minute of dead air and then somebody just goes clonk on their desk <laughs> to, to be honest, I feel like holding I feel like holding our breath for a minute would be easier than reading those handouts on one breath. You will be pushed into the lake and I will have a power roll to see if you manage to remain calm and not panic and break your cool. And then I'm gonna roll a constitution to see if you can actually hold your breath for that long and not pass out. I mean if you Oh Russell's Russell's only got com 33. He's doomed. So your turn comes. They remind you to think of your significant person. And then you're pushed into the water. The first few seconds, I'm sure, pass fairly uneventfully as you try to keep yourself still. And then you start experiencing that panic. The panic of being held down and not being able to breathe. Uh, can I get a power roll for everyone, please? And let me know what you got. Yeah, okay. That's a three. I have failed. That's a 63 versus 51. I have failed miserably with a 93 against 49. I have also failed. Would anyone like to push their power roll? And this is the roll to stay chill. Yeah, this is the one to not start fighting for your lives. Uh, hmm. <laughs> what are these noises? Mm. <laughs> Someone's I've deflating into a, I've a balloon. A door. <laughs> it feels like it would be sensible too, because he's already drawn attention to himself by um, 
by not holding his partner down long enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Come on, then. Mm. <laughs> Everyone's so upset. I've got another 50% chance. So. If you fail, you try so hard that you breathe in a lot of water and then pass out. Okay. Hmm. Okay. Ah. Yep, I'm going to push it. Same. Oh, that's a 15. That is a hard pass. That was a normal pass, thank goodness. Okay, so everyone pa- uh, passed in the end. I got an extreme, thank you very yeah. much. I was really debating whether or not to do it, but yeah, that was a success. You managed to remain calm, and now I'll have a constitution roll to see if you breathe in any water, if you manage to hold your breath for that long. Okay. Man, I wish James had higher con. Uh-oh. Ooh, passed. 36 versus 44. A miserable fail of 99. Ooh. Hmm. Is that a fumble? Con is 33. Oh, no. That's bad. <sighs> That's bad. Oh, no. Someone's passed out. Oh, no. I failed by, like, 30 points. We don't have any puff left after reading those handouts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, you've been through a lot. So has everyone failed their constitution roll? <laughs> no, James passed. Miserably. Okay, James okay. passed, everyone else failed. Yep. Would you like to push it, in which case <laughs> you might manage to not pass out, but you might end up pushing yourselves to the surface and drawing attention to yourselves? Mm-hmm. It's either that or spending like uh, 30 luck this end. Uh, yeah. I I just about have 45 luck to spend, but I don't really want to. I'm going to push it. Here we go. Yeah, screw it. Let's go. Oh, praise be. That is a six. Okay. So you managed to not pass out by tensing all your muscles. That's an extreme power and an extreme con. I feel like a new woman. <laughs> yep. Did uh, Karen also get a success? Karen's doing okay. That is an eight. So is it only Russell who failed? The fumble, you can't push that. Yeah. Okay. So after a minute passes, you're all brought to the surface. Uh, those of you who are conscious, not Russell, you look around and you see that Russell's been pulled up, but he seems to be unconscious. Uh, also, Kiana seems to be unconscious. Um, and looking around, actually, can I get a spot hidden, please? Uh, yes, but only just. I missed it by two, but if you got it, presumably we're good. So, who got it? Uh, James and Karen? James and Karen, yeah. You see, as you emerge in the distance, Talia appears to be not very happily escorted away by some staff members. You wonder, maybe, whether she fought to emerge. Oh, no. You say, oh, you haven't seen that? Ah, oh. <laughs> I'm fine. This is great. You see also Russell passed out, and you don't know That's what state he's in. He's a And Kiana. You are brought to the, uh, to the shore of the lake. Russell and Kiana are given some, some first aid, and the rest of you are left to catch your breaths and recover. You're given a speech by Sage. Well done, you have completed the tasks for the day, and most of you 
have done a wonderful work. I can see the smiles on all your faces. You have truly let go of what does not serve you. Now you can go back to your accommodations as soon as you, you like dry off and then we can reconvene for a buffet dinner and then finally some well-deserved rest. Uh, in addition, at this point, silence is mandatory. Anyone seen talking to each other will be uh, reprimanded and reminded of the rules. At 9pm, we will turn off the lights and you will retreat to your rooms. So I think James will be trying to maintain that stupid smile and looking to check that both Russell and Kiana seem to be coming around okay from the first aid that they're getting. Yeah. Um, and then uh, I think he'll say something like, Guru Sage, uh, before we have to be silent, do we have to be silent from now until all the way through dinner? Indeed. It is oh. a wonderful meditative experience to be allowed to be with your thoughts. I'll just have to sing in my heart then. She gives you a wide smile and she kind of lights up with pride and you see her eyes turn briefly white and then back to normal. Sorry, sorry, what? Roll sanity. Her eyes turn briefly white as in like roll back into her head or change colour? Like like Storm from the X-Men. Like the, the they're just suddenly Holy cloudy shit. and white like lightning, and then she's got a normal. one syllable name beginning with S, the same as Storm. <laughs> uh, that is a fail on sanity by four points. Roll me a d3, please. D3. That is three. Hooray. <laughs> okay, I'm still okay. How do you respond, however, um, involuntarily? Perhaps um, you drop your smile. Can I? Can I? Can I go uh, like? Whoa! <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I'm about to do like a whoa, and I try to pass it off as a sort of whoop, and it comes out as a kind of half-assed in-between sort of scream cum whoop. She raises an eyebrow at you and says, "Are you well, James?" Yes. <laughs> what are you seeing? I like the noise. (laughs) (laughs) Hmm, she says, and she says, very well, any final questions before silence? I'll take that as a no. Everyone's just trying to do as they're told, aren't they? (laughs) And being silent. (laughs) And both Russell and Kiana, you come to... Probably not feeling quite happy about it. I think I'll need a sanity roll for having been, like, having had the experience of being drowned. Out of character, I totally feel shamed for passing out and drowning and nearly dying. She's like, (laughs) most of you, most of you have done a good job here. (laughs) Okay, sanity roll, here we go. Uh, Yes, that was a pass, 12. Okay, so you, uh, I guess you, you have a lot of uh, experiences with death. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kiana is also okay. And um, yeah, as I have said, um, some of you have seen Talia be taken away in a non-necessarily cooperative fashion. 
what does everyone do? Everyone starts dispersing and silently going into their accommodations to dry off and take showers, presumably. Could we keep half an eye on which direction Talia is taken in as we sort of, like, you know, fake skip back to our uh, cabin? Uh, it looked like it was towards the office. Okay, thanks. So I guess it's all meaningful glances on the way back <laughs> to our uh, bungalow and then uh, closing the door carefully and then a whispered confab, right? Mm. I think so. I'm guessing Russell has been told about the silence rule when he woke up from, you know, drowning. Yeah, yeah. You've all been (laughs) notified of everything. Otherwise you wake up and you're just like, whoa, that was crazy. And then they just lock you up instantly. (laughs) (laughs) Totally. (laughs) So on the way back to the cabin, um, Karen will definitely uh, make like a a T sign uh, with her hands. Uh, and gesture towards the the office that Talia is being taken to, uh, just so that anyone who who didn't see her being taken away is is aware. Who thinks that uh, Karen is offering you tea? <laughs> <laughs> Russell probably would actually. <laughs> yes, please. A moment of hope and then shock. Mm-hmm. This is like mm-hmm. the puppy all over again. <laughs> I thought there would be tea. <laughs> he says inside his head because we're not allowed to talk yeah is the expectation that we're going to just sit in our cabin and be quiet or is the expectation that people might get up and wander around and do what they like as long as they stay silent yeah and as long as uh, they're, you're there for dinner at mm-hmm. the appropriate time as on the retreat schedule well uh, yeah once we're back at the cabin I think um Karen will grab a towel, immediately start drying off, and then whisper to the others. Um, so, meditation hall. Or office first. Where did they take Talia? To the office. So we need to decide whether we're going to get her first, or whether we're going to the meditation hall to try and end this. I think we need Talia. I'm scared for her, but also... She was having trouble keeping her nerve. I don't know what's waiting for us in the meditation hall, but um, I don't know. I don't know. James will get up and head to like the window of the cabin and he'll try and peek out through the curtains just to make sure there's nobody hanging about or heading in the direction of our cabin or standing by the door and listening for us to talk. Um, group luck. Damn it. <laughs> uh, I'm at 47. Does, is that lowest? I'm at 50. 50. It's lower than me. All right, then 47. Here we go. Uh, nope, that's a 65. There are people walking about, including staff members, who didn't have to go and get changed because they never got wet. Some are hanging out by the lake. Okay, so I, so I, so I think basically we need to keep this to proper, proper whispers. Yeah. Do I think we'll be safe if we keep it to proper whispers? You hope so. Okay, then I'll, I'll make that clear. Do we still have any writing materials? I have a sketchbook and some fancy Japanese write and some fancy Japanese drawing pens because I hid the damn thing under my mattress. Okay, so you do. So we could write notes, like or sit in a circle and just pass notes back and forth, or like pass the pen round and each add our thought to it. Yeah, 
You could play some games. <laughs> play Consequences of Cthulhu. <laughs> Game of Hangman. Mm-hmm. Hey. But I'm thinking this way we can communicate without being overheard. Yeah. Smart. So what what do you write to each other? I think just carry on the conversation that we're having, but do it via text instead of talking. Agreed. All right. I think what James would do is he'd draw like a little um, tally chart and write Talia office at the top of one side (laughs) and meditation hall finish this on the other side and then allow people to put their ticks or checks or whatever against whichever side they think. Smart move, James. Mm. Very democratic. Although um, when you do that, I think Karen will raise a hand um, and will just write uh, like... Uh, let's discuss first, question mark. I'm not sure we can discuss. There are people wandering around, including staff. I saw them from the window. The more we talk, the more chance there is of being caught. Russell will gesture with the pen to, like, be writing what we're thinking of discussing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Karen will, will draw... Uh, uh, underneath the tally charts, will draw a line across the page and then write uh, on the left side meditation hall and on the right side office divided into two and then literally put pro con underneath (laughs) each underline it draw a little table um and then kind of show it to the to to everyone else someone needs to actually make this so we can share it (laughs) oh yeah Uh. um so so we'll uh, sort of start as a starter for 10 uh, and I'll, I'll I'll sort of type this out after I've after I've said it so that you guys have got it in the chat. Um, next to uh, Talia uh, office under pros, we'll say, "Don't know what's happening to her. She might be in danger. Extra person may be helpful?" Question uh, mark. And then under cons, we'll say, "Tight on time. Talia stressed. Maybe bad for M Hall." maybe by fixing M. Hall can save Talia as well, question mark. When it's Russell's turn with the pen, he will write, if staff are with Talia, they will be distracted and not near the meditation hall. And then a dash, unless that's where they are taking her. It's a gamble either way. James will just circle um, the Talia stressed bit and the, you know, going to the meditation hall might finish this anyway bit and just, and write, Talia will make this more complicated. Nicola sort of hums and haws to herself uh, very quietly, but then underlines um, where you've already circled Talia's stress may be bad for meditation hall and where Russell wrote uh, that the staff may be with her back at the office and puts a tick next to meditation hall. Yeah, Karen will put a tick next to Meditation Hall, for sure. Yeah, James puts a great big tick too. Then Russell will write, must destroy this paper in case staff enter cabin when we leave. James draws a half-decent thumbs-up cartoon. (laughs) Nicola looks in the bin for the remainder of the salad dressing to make it more palatable so we can eat it like spies do. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I was thinking of flushing it down the loo, but that works too. Uh, we know what happens when things get flushed oh, yeah. down this the loo. The gets clogged. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Can't trust it. And we've already got the acid. We don't need it. We don't need the toilet to be clogged for an excuse to get it, right? Exactly. 
Um, so yeah, I think uh, there are five of us in the room, right? Uh, yeah. Kiana. Four of yeah. us plus Kiana. Yeah. Um, Karen will will take the paper from James and kind of hold her hand up as if to tear it, and like with a sort of questioning look on her face. And if James doesn't stop her. Uh, she will tear it into five, hand each person a piece, <laughs> scrunch hers up, and start eating it. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yep. Russell will eat his as well. It's like a blood pact. We're all complicit now. We all <laughs> ate the paper. <laughs> That's super weird. James will say very quietly, I have no idea what's in this Japanese ink. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so you have a plan. I'll say you probably have an hour before dinner. But we just ate. Boom, boom. Oh, oh you hit the paper. Paper for dinner. <laughs> Delightful. On your way, you, you all exit the accommodation and start making your way to the meditation hall. People are still walking about. It's not kind of, you know, people are... Have already taken their showers. Some, some probably still taking them and walking around the grounds, taking a rest, meditating. Probably not, not talking to each other. And you see Talia kind of walking towards the accommodation, the cabin from the office area. Does she look very happy? She looks very happy. Then I think James will do a little head shake and keep walking towards the meditation hall mm-hmm. Karen will nod in agreement uh, and keep walking <laughs> same from Russell mm-hmm. yep we know what we have to do okay I'd like another group luck as you enter the meditation hall please oh, <laughs> so mean you got this Nox Believe I really haven't right, here we go 47 uh, well it's a 69 which is funny. <laughs> nice, nice. So okay, so two staff members 69ing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, that will be why they're happy. I saw her. She looked at a table of 100 sex positions. <laughs> um, <laughs> there's, uh, there are two staff members uh, who are currently just starting to set up the buffet for dinner in the meditation hall. Oh, boy. Okay. So we probably need to... Have a plan to <laughs> distract them. But without talking. But without talking. <laughs> so tell me what you do. Are they big, tall, strong ones? Uh, they tend to be, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we could kind of pretend that they're wanted outside, like go up and make signs on our heads that look like dreadlocks and then point outside as if to say, like, Guru Sage wants to speak to you out there. Oh, you're going to have to do it. You can't actually discuss it. Oh, oh. complication. Yeah. So like you can go back outside and have a huddle. Out of character, I think that's a good idea. Mm. Take it away. Shall I go ahead and have Russell do that? People don't know, so they can't tell you. <laughs> but take a risk. <laughs> okay. Um, I guess that's... Unless somebody wants to stop me, I guess that's what Russell will do. You'll kind of, like touch one of them on the arm and then slightly self-consciously make kind of shapes that look like dreads coming down from his head and 
point outside with a helpful little smile on his face. What would you like to roll for that? I have absolutely no idea. Would it be persuade? Art and craft pantomime? Oh, um, <laughs> I, think I think it's fast mime, actually. <laughs> you can roll persuade if you like. Persuade. Okay, let's see. Yes, that is 11 against 50, so that is a hard success. Oh, well done. Nice. You are fittingly happy and excited looking, but you're also very convincing. You have a gravitas. So they briefly go out to find Sage and see what she wants. Of course, you know that this plan has a time to it, like a an expiration time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but our assumption is that we're going to be down in some sort of secret basement or some shizzle, right? So provided mm. they come back to this room and we're not in it, yeah. What do you do? We need to get through the door, don't we? What door? The secret door. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm an elf. Do I detect any secret doors? <laughs> um, no, I immediately start checking under the tapestries. There's a door under the tapestry, unexpectedly. I can't tell if you're Very joking. unexpectedly. It's, it's, it's locked. It's a big door. Big and sturdy. Ooh. Ooh. What a sexy door. <laughs> it's a very sexy door. Do the fancy keys that we acquired from Malcolm open the door? You try the key that looks most appropriate to this door, and the door opens. It, it opens to a, a staircase leading down. Okay. And down you see darkness and then a soft glow from the bottom. James will hold the tapestry open and wave everybody in and close yeah. the door behind us. And can I lock the door from the inside? Yeah. Okay, I'll lock the door behind us. Okay, you're locked in a dark room with a slight glow. You, I assume, start walking down the stairs. Yep. Can we use the, the phone that we've got to create like a torch? Even rubbish old Nokia's could use a, had a sort of crappy torch, didn't they? Yeah, yep. or just... Even the screen light is something, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, exactly, in pitch black. Well, my, 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 like, 1998 one did. You are five people. Didn't it? Yeah, we, we only need the front person to not trip, okay. right? Who's at the front? Is it uh, James, I guess, or...? Uh, probably. Although he, he waved everyone in. So you'd be at the back, I guess. Mm. Yeah. Oh. It's Russell's phone. Does Russell want to go first? Would Russell like to die first? Yeah. Put the old guy at the front. He'll fall down the stairs. Yeah, the old Breaking guy that has yeah. really bad coordination. Yeah. He's 59. Yeah, He's drowned absolutely. once a day. <laughs> I feel bad now. It's I'll not go first if you want. <laughs> no, it's okay. He'll he'll go with his phone. We'll conga line behind you. Don't want to trip. You start walking down the stairs and you reach uh, the bottom. You're in a room with stone walls and a soft soil floor but you're however briefly blinded as your eye meets this strange beacon of glow when your eyes adjust you witness a giant crystalline lotus in the middle of the area the ground around you mildly vibrates and uh, the, the the crystalline lotus sits on some bismuth metallic roots, 
colored and shaped like bismuth. From the center of the lotus exudes a vapor with sharp and jagged particles. It looks concerning. And around the rest of the room are moss as well as other unusual plants that seem to be growing in this underground chamber, even though there's no light besides the magical reflected light from the lotus. I'll have a sanity roll for everyone and I'll direct people to the cover art. <laughs> Would that be the very striking cover art that's at the top of the recent Chaosium blog? That is the one. <laughs> the very same one. I just rolled a hundred. Oh no. Oh dear. Loses five. Oh boy. I rolled a 73, which is a fail. 1d4 plus 1 for the fails. I've been okay. driven mad. I've also failed. I will take that 1d4 plus 1. By the artwork that I drew. Okay, I hit, I hit my sanity on the money, which is still a pass, isn't it? Yep. The room smells moist and at all times is mildly vibrating. Uh, the plants seem to almost imperceptibly move and sway in rhythm with the buzzing and vibration. This must be the bismuth. First, let's do sanity. <laughs> We've had some fails. How much did you lose for Russell? I rolled a two, so I've lost three. Okay, so why, what is his kind of um, involuntary reaction to what he's witnessed? I think he'd be really shocked. Um, he's absolutely never seen anything like this or even imagined anything like this. Um, I think sort of crystals are completely outside of his world view um he just doesn't have any experience with what he's looking at and it makes no sense so mm -hmm. i think he's kind of fascinated and he's staring at it eyes wide okay like rooted in place we have karen and nicola both rolling a five don't we that is correct losing five sanity yep intelligence time and uh Good luck. Ooh. I'm also one point off my indefinite point. Oh, okay, so you're... Yeah, not doing yep. well. Not doing great. Okay. That is a success, which I feel like is a bad thing. It is a bad thing. Well yep. done. Playing Call of can, I, can I spend luck to make myself fail? Absolutely not. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Rats. Well, worth a try. Uh, I failed, actually. You failed. Yeah, so I'm good. You're... Sorry. <laughs> Karen. Karen, Karen, Karen. You have witnessed something today that you didn't expect to. A beautiful sight. The most enticing, glowing, slick creature you've ever seen. Roll me a d10. Oh no. It's seven. You feel strongly that you belong inside that beautiful crystalline lotus and you're drawn to it beyond all comprehension you feel like this is where you're meant to be alrighty then <laughs> um, Karen is going to uh, start walking forwards now what does everyone else do? Yeah, I mean, it depends on how obvious it is that Karen is, is sort of mindlessly heading towards it yeah it's given how dark it is it's beautiful. It's not dark. It's very oh, it's bright. Because this okay. thing's giving off a lot of light. What sort of colour is the light? 
white, translucent-ish. But if we're going based on the cover, which I spent a while looking it's at, purple. the uh, the yeah the giant lotus is itself a purple, almost amethyst crystal, but glowing from inside with a white which light. Which is never so... mentioned in the <laughs> artistic license. Art- artistic license is allowed, so it doesn't have to be purple. It's okay. This is what happens when you hire freelance artists. Honestly, you know, it happens terrible. all the time. I've, they've seen in the Chaosium books that monsters described one way and then drawn a different way. Harumph. Mm. <laughs> You're both trampling over each other's artistic vision. <laughs> so you see Karen start walking towards the plant and also towards the strange vapor that seems to be floating around it. Sorry to be unhelpful, but I lost five sanity, so I need to react, right? Yeah. I was going to collapse. You don't understand what's happening, though, so the, your intelligence means that you get a, like, yeah, an involuntary response, but you don't go mad or anything. Yeah, I was just going to momentarily, like, stumble and fall to the ground. You can fall to the ground can if I, you like. I'd love to. I just wanted to ask um, what our marching order was, and is there any chance, uh, and I'll roll luck for this, is there any chance I can, like, take... <laughs> Karen down with me just for a second to slow her down. I see. Let's, uh, can I, can I get everyone's dexterities, please? 58. 44. Uh, 47. And what's Nicola? 45. James is speedy boy. James would go first. And then, um, compared to you and Karen, you're after Karen. I was trying to cheat my way to not really using an action. So there's, because we were in a conga line as we entered the room. I was yeah. just thinking like if I was like directly behind holding on to Karen, maybe by falling so over. So you want I the luck uh, roll? If that's all right. You can have the luck roll. Yeah. Ooh, that is a six. Okay, you can, you can fall on, you can fall on Karen. Yes. <laughs> Woo! Let's go. <laughs> Down we go together onto these weird plants. I don't know, are they under us or just like around the place? Around. I imagine they're mostly in the corners of the room, in the like, where the flora joins the wall. Okay, good, because I do not want to get like, vined up by these things or whatever they're going to do. So, uh, James, what do you do? (laughs) So they've, they've sort of stumbled over. Yeah. Is there any obvious outward sign that Karen is like, trying to crawl towards the plot? What is Karen doing at this point? So... Uh, Karen is murmuring uh, repeatedly about how beautiful and welcoming it is uh, and how much she just wants to go over and give it a hug (laughs) to be part of that welcoming whitish, purplish, violetish light Um, Uh. and is also, you know, on the floor because Nicola's just knocked over. (laughs) Um, In which case, I think James will... um, I think Jace will sit on Karen. Yes. Sit okay. On, sit on Stag, Karen's back. them. Teamwork. Sit on Karen's back and say gently to her, no, no, don't go towards the light. Don't go towards the light. And then he'll start fumbling with his backpack to try and get the the acid bottle out. Mm-hmm. Uh, what does Russell do at this time? I think he has been standing there, as I said, almost like kind of hypnotized. But once he sees the commotion and that um, Karen is being kind of held down, I think he's going to join in as well. And just <laughs> on top, <laughs> he's not going to sit on her as well. But I think he's going to kind of just kneel down by her head and just be like, 
No, no, don't stay away from it. This is not, I don't know what this is, but it's nothing very good. Actually, can I, uh, 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 sort of, after muttering for a bit about um, uh, how beautiful it is, uh, c- can I have Karen, uh, in, in the absence of uh, an ability to get any closer to it, to try and bring it closer to her <laughs> by starting to by starting to like chant the the bismuth chant from um, the tome. I mean, yeah, you you can do that. Although, have you read the tome? Uh, I think it was shown to me. I think I think it was shared around. Okay, in which case you'd know that the the chant would destroy it. Oh, okay. I, yes, right. <laughs> which I'm not sure you'd be a fan of right now. I thought it just like let it out. No. Oh, sad times. It says on destroying the bismuth, so, the bismuth. Yeah, so. it, it it does mention that you, um, after you've destroyed your bismuth because it's done everything you need it to do, you find a new location, new a new location, and then you start preparing it for a new one. But presumably, the making a new bismuth chant was on another page. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's like unscrewing all of your IKEA flat pack furniture when you move it's a house. Lot. Oh, yeah, okay, Karen doesn't want to do that. Karen's just going to try and shake you guys off. She's just like, no, just get off me. I want to I want to climb in the crystal, guys. Uh, what can I roll to try and get out of this human dog pile? Uh, hard strength, I guess. Folks, get ready to be absolutely shook. Hey, hey James is size 28, so... <laughs> <laughs> okay. Hard success. There's a 20, Ooh, 22. She you hulk out. Oh, no. <laughs> she hulk. How about y'all hulk. get off me? I'm climbing in this crystal. Oh, no. <laughs> Can we oppose this somehow? Is it literally just <laughs> like against our size? What's going on? Would you like to? I I'm, I was gonna just let her get out and then you can start grabbing her again. <laughs> okay, this why is not? what we're doing now. We can just back and forth. <laughs> what are you doing, Russell? Well, if Karen is absolutely determined to, to kind of get up and go into it, I think he's got no option but to try and rugby tackle her. Towards the load, because she's walking towards the thing so you tackling her forward kind of from the side if he can kind of like get his arms around her waist and kind of shove her down sideways okay you can roll a fighting brawl maneuver uh and karen would you like to dodge a fight back i think karen is still aware of the fact that the people around her are like friends so she doesn't want to fight them she just wants to like sort of wriggle out so I think it would be a dodge. Okay, let's go. Okay, this is here going goes very the well. Your ritual. <laughs> yes, that is an eleven against thirty-seven, so that's a hard success. That is a seventy-seven for me, which is very much a fail. <laughs> you get tackled again, Karen. <laughs> I guess Just he must have played rugby in his youth quite a lot. Let me climb in the crystal. Why are you guys <laughs> being so mean right now? We need uh, to destroy it. Stop, stop. Think for a no, minute. We don't. It's pretty. Why would we <laughs> want to destroy it? That's dumb. I think it's sharp in there. <laughs> yes. Sharp. Yes, it's very sharp. Nothing uh, you are saying is correct i'm i'm absolutely right about this it's perfectly fine we should leave it as it is in fact we should we should be friends with it 
James, you uh, managed to grab the acid. If, if was that what you were looking for? Yeah, in the bag? I was. I was. I was trying to fumble it out of my bag while sitting on uh, sitting yeah. on Karen. I'm hoping I got it out before Karen just bundled me off like a rag doll. <laughs> Yeah, it probably dist- distracted you enough to make it easier for Karen to, to get out of there. Okay. Um, have you got a Russell? Oh, yes. I was in the uh, rugby team at university. Okay. She's not going anywhere. Everyone gather round. Russell, hand me your phone. And he will. Okay, and I'll open it up. What's the code? <laughs> <laughs> Is there even a code? One, two, three... Four, <laughs> okay. Open the notes app. Okay. Right. I, I think all we need to do is is chant it. It doesn't say we have to do anything with the acid. Just have it on our person. Well, be careful with it. Oh, hang on. <laughs> we have to enter the bismuth center holding such substance. Um. I think we have a volunteer. Yeah. Karen? <laughs> Karen? <laughs> We've Karen, changed our minds, what? Karen. What do you want? Are you going to stop uh, being mean now, for real? Yeah. You're, you're, you can go into the plant, but you have to wear my backpack. Flowers love backpacks. <laughs> sure, I guess. <laughs> I, and I'll put, the, <laughs> I'll put the acid back in the backpack. <laughs> and... You know, stand Karen up and brush her off and, you know, pop the backpack on. I mean, that's yeah. pretty weird, but fine. Okay. Can I go take, now? Take your time, nice and slow. Woo! Uh, yeah, Karen's <laughs> just going to, like, leg it into the... Into the <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> At which point I think we'll start chanting really quickly then, right? Yeah. Uh. We all gather around your phone, just craning. <laughs> okay. And here you are, all gathered between that old Nokia phone, preparing to start chanting the ritual. Besides Karen, of course, who is happily inside um, the crystalline lotus. It feels like home. It feels like this is where I've always been meant to be. You can all hear its jagged, rocky leaves start closing around her slowly. Um, ready to consume her. She's so, wearing a backpack. Just to check, Keeper, did Karen have to climb in or or did she kind of phase through it or something? No, she she, she entered. She did mm. a little... And, and how does that feel? Like, what does, it, what does it feel like being in this, just so I can embody the character? Are you wearing shoes? Sure, yeah, And probably. not like much. I mean, you can hear the... There's a little vibration, so you can hear and... There's a, like, it's, it's quite moist atmosphere, cold. You can hear the rocky leaves kind of close around you. If you touch it, it's quite jagged. You wouldn't want to be pushed into it or punch it or whatever. It's it's probably painful. Mm-hmm. Um, it smells kind of mossy and damp. And of course, you are inhaling uh, some beautiful vapors that make you feel very happy right now. Absolutely. So Karen, I think, being Karen, would immediately want the others to get in on this and would be shouting to them like, hey, everyone, like, it it feels really good in here. This is, this is it, it smells great. I feel so uh, at peace and at home. I really feel like you should all come and join me. I don't know what you're doing out there, but it can't be as fun as what's going on in here. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. 
you can see that th there's not a lot of space. There's no space for more than one person inside there. But you could like, I guess, hug each other and just be really small. Um, and also you can see that this weird kind of dusty vapor um, surrounds the lotus for around like half a meter or to a meter. So you are specifically standing further away from that. Okay, are we ready? Yeah, let's do it. We got a chant, right? And you begin chanting. Bismarck. Count us in. Count us in. Count us in. Three, two, one. Bismarck, I release you from your benevolent cause. I thank you for consuming all negative flaws. You are cleansing humanity from filth it prescribes. You are truly creating the great racist of vibes. I am Sam. Sam, I am. Do you like green eggs and ham? And so, um, was so. Karen's I'm aware assuming of the fact Karen that, can't chant it because she can't yeah. see it and also she doesn't want to. Well, well, yeah, this is the thing, right? Like, Karen's aware of the fact, because you mentioned before, that she kind of knew that this chant was there to destroy the Bismouth, right? Mm -hmm. So, as soon as you guys start doing this and she realizes what's going on, she's going to start screaming Kumbaya at the top of her lungs. <laughs> 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 we need to do a second recording of us doing that and you singing Kumbaya. At the is same that, all of that, imagine all of that chanting just spliced with Kumbaya, my lord, Kumbaya! <laughs> oh no. Does how... anyone feel like they would become distracted by that? No, but I'm wondering how soundproof this underground chamber is. That's, we oh, should have gagged her or something. And then, as you've started chanting, you hear an aggressive pounding on the door. Oh my. From upstairs. My word. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> this is just like the previous game. I can't say a word about a door without it being a sex metaphor. <laughs> Look, we get it. You're into doors. <laughs> no judgment here. <laughs> Such a tiny, tiny little door. <laughs> uh, that's not good. Did we lock it or whatever? There's no... I did indeed lock it. I, I, I explicitly said I locked the door behind us. Oh, top lad. But did you leave the key inside the hole because you didn't mention that? And of no, course. Because I'm oh, no. not an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, you hear the door unlock. Because they've got a second key. We should have left uh, it in the freaking oh, keyhole so they could. Ah, we're full. Oh, no. They would have just pushed it out, wouldn't they? And then they had two keys. It works. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, boy. Well, in which case, it's quick, keep chanting, right? right yeah, yeah, you're chanting. I'm gonna go into turn sequence. So, just, um, I'm gonna be asking you to, every turn, let me know if you're still chanting, and then we're gonna, we're gonna do some maths, which is always the most exciting part of any scenario. Oh, hell yeah. Um, <laughs> Yay! I'm King Dex with 58. Uh, mm-hmm. Um, yeah. The door opens and you see Sage enter in, her eyes bright white once again. Uh, I'm not sure if you're looking or not. So if you're trying to not look and concentrate, let me know. We'll, we'll see how that goes. Uh, Sage enters and she says, seize this nonsense instantly. 
what is this? Followed by Malcolm. And also behind that, behind them, Talia, who says, Hey everyone, I thought we'd find you here. Wait, no. <laughs> Talia, damn it. Talia, no. <laughs> Look, I, I've seen things. They showed me, they showed me what actually happens. And it's not bad at all. You don't need to do this. It's all going to be great. They, there's, uh, I can't even describe it, but Karen, Karen, if, if, I, I don't know what you're doing, but I, I've been told that if you're holding holding any acid, if you throw it out of the flower now, then then you'll be able to feel its, its full amazing power. Oh no. <laughs> no, Karen. Uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm not holding any acid. Um, no, it's in the backpack. I've got a backpack, but I don't know what's in it. So um, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm screaming kumbaya out the top of my lungs right now. I, I don't even know if I can hear Talia. Fingers and ears, come by. It's trash. Like the odds of me being out of here are real low. <laughs> and then you see Malcolm and another assistant behind them start aggressively coming down the stairs. Is he sporting a Nutribullet? <laughs> <laughs> Swinging it round his head by like the a, cord. Like a flail. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, but he's taking his shirt off, so you know it's business. Oh, man. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, I am distracted. <laughs> How buff. Describe the pecs. <laughs> and Malcolm and the other assistant make it down the stairs and start coming to hold you gently. James, it's your turn. Uh, can I get a power roll to yes, see you if can. you make it through the first round of chanting without being distracted? I can certainly give it a go. Come on, James. Pow is 51. Uh, well, that's a 76, so it's not a great start. Uh, how much luck do I have? I have 47 luck. <laughs> so that would be 25 points of luck. What do you think? Uh, this chance seems pretty important. I don't know how many of us are required, to be fair. I think the ritual tome just said that it had to be a powerful sage slash guru who was having to do it. So or a group of weaker initiates, it says explicitly. Okay. Oh. So anyone but the main caster could suffer casualties because it requires mm. inner strength and resolve. So I'm going to spend 25 luck. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, yep. do it. <laughs> Good yeah. call. I'm spending 25 luck, it takes me down to 22. <laughs> <laughs> Oh goodness! And you I'm did gonna, it? yeah, I spent it. I spent the lot, twenty-five lot, so I pass. And okay. I'm, I'm pulling myself up to my full size twenty-eight height <laughs> of like three foot two or whatever I am, and uh, and chanting, sort of like looking up at Malcolm in fear, but trying to show as much resolve as I can as I do it. Okay, next Sage um, walks down the stairs and starts heading towards the Bismuth, ignoring you doing the chanting. Karen, I assume you're still singing, singing Kumbaya. <laughs> Minding your own Stop business. Stop once chanting, my lord! <laughs> <laughs> Nicola, would you like to roll power to see if you get distracted by everything that's happening this turn? I'd love to, I've got that zen-like focus. Do I? That's a 65. Hmm. My power is 58. Well, I'm spending seven points of luck then. That's fine. I've still got 60 points. What's going on? 
<laughs> well, I mean, you're, you're definitely not the group luck, let's be honest. No. Well, we can soon fix that, I'm certain. Wait, no, I don't. How have I got 46 starting luck and 60 current luck? Is there any chance you mix them up and you have 60 starting and 46 current? I think that seems likely, doesn't it? <laughs> okay, sorry, gang. Okay, I guess I'm down to 39, but that still doesn't make me the party luck. Okay, you spend your luck? Sure do. And a pass. Russell, go ahead and roll me a power roll to see if you get distracted. Okay, I have 49 pow, so not brilliant. Ah, that was a 98. I'm assuming you don't have enough luck for that. 98? No, I have 41 luck. Is anyone going to succeed in this roll? And Kiana, who's also joining in, has succeeded, unlike anyone else. So, James, Nicola, please lose two magic points each. Okay. Now, Malcolm and the other assistant come up to uh, James or Nicola. Let's roll a die. Nicola. Leave me alone. Uh, he comes to hug you with his big, sweaty, hellish chest. Well, as we know, <laughs> I kind of like that. Uh, so would you like to dodge or push him away? Um... I think I'm going to try and dodge. Did you say both of them at once? No. Malcolm is coming to you and the other one's coming to someone else. Okay, I do like Malcolm, so I bite my lip in panic for a moment. <laughs> and then take my shirt off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I panicked. Didn't know what else to do. Um, my strength is actually pretty damn solid. I'm not as slight a thing um, as I thought, but I'm not great shakes are actually fighting so i'm gonna attempt to dodge all right let's see what happens roll for me please my dodge is actually really pitiful oh my god <laughs> my dodge is 22 i just rolled a 21 what Yay. is a normal success good enough he comes with a bear hug to grab you and you just like slightly duck and he misses sniff him on the way past <laughs> he's too slippery to slip straight out from his oily arms <laughs> he came straight here from his oil bath how was he supposed to know <laughs> essential oil bath <laughs> it's too slippery they just fill a bathtub with essential oils <laughs> Okay, uh, the other one uh, comes for uh, Kiana. So I'm going to do some rolls by myself. And they manage to grab Kiana no. and pull, pull her away. She's like, no! And they have a hand over her mouth. Kiana's out. And now it's your turn, James. Okay. So I'm going to back away from the sort of wrestle, wrestling and grappling going on. With the Can phone? I, uh, no, I mean, it's, it's not that hard a chant. We've said it how many times by now? Once. Just the once? Oh, okay. Yeah, we're in... Uh, yeah, uh, as soon as you were partway through your first time. Yeah. Okay, in which I case... I mean, it's a dexterity. Like, its turn is like a few seconds, so it makes yeah. sense. Yeah, okay. Well, I mean, in which case, do you think it's reasonable for me to sort of still be able to chant while sort of stepping around to the back of the flower if you are not reading i will give it to you for an intelligence roll oh, i've only got 53 intelligence no 
And my character's not so if great you either. fail, you basically like <laughs> mess up a few words. Mm, no, okay. In which case, I'm going to back away as far as I can while still looking at the giant Nokia. Which, if all else fails, we can presumably use to try and hit them with. Um, and keep chanting. Nutri bullet versus Nokia. Okay, so you Will don't do blend? anything else. No. It has a 1d6 damage rating. Yeah. <laughs> Clubbing weapon. And more hit points than I do. Yep. Do you want to roll or do I just lose more magic points? Uh, you. I, I will tell you at the end of the round. Okay. Um, but yeah, since you don't do anything else and you're just keeping at it, then I'm not going to ask you for a power roll. But cool. of course, if you engage in combat, then it's a different story, isn't it? I mean, um, I could try and, uh, you know, draw them to death, but uh, <laughs> it's about as good as it gets, really. Karen, at this point, you feel like the 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 kind of petrified petals are almost completely closed around you and it gets nice. very very warm it's starting nice. to feel you know like you're in a sauna it's it's kind of nice uh but also your back is like properly sweaty and kind of burning like it feels <laughs> like you're like i guess having a getting getting sunburned on your back you get the sense that maybe the backpack is a bit too much Nice. Okay, yeah. Um, Karen's going to, like, take off the backpack, put it on the ground, and then, like, start, like, stripping down as well. Um, <laughs> well, like, strip down too. She probably has, like, a bathing suit on underneath her clothes because they were in the lake earlier. Uh, yeah. So she's going to, like, strip down and be, be kind of, yeah. I don't know how long it will take to do that. I feel like maybe that's more than a single round because taking that's clothes okay. off take time, takes time. But that's that's what's going to be happening. And she's still going to be singing, like, Kumbaya as it goes. Every now and then she'll, like, mutter, like... We're not even religious. Why do we always default to Kumbaya? This is strange. <laughs> uh, so you look down and you notice there's this kind of fizzling steam coming from the ground as the backpack and your clothes start burning as if they're being consumed by acid. But you find yourself surprisingly almost immune to it. Looking up, you can see that the tips of the lotus are also kind of melting. Just a little bit. Which is not as good. For you, anyway. Um, yeah, I mean, that, that just seems like a bad thing. Um, but <laughs> the fact that it's not affecting me means that uh, I think my strategy of getting undressed for the time being is, is still a smart play. And then, uh, you know, once I'm done with that, we can we can reevaluate. But right now, <laughs> I'm hot, and it's hot, and I want to make that be less of a problem for me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh wait, I skipped Sage. Sage, uh, next to the Crystalline Lotus, next to the Bismuth now, uh, has sat down on the ground within the meter of the vapors uh, and taken a meditation pose, a Lotus pose, if you will, and seems to be also chanting something. In fact, you can almost feel like your energy is getting almost blocked. She's casting Counterspell, isn't she? Yeah. <laughs> I guess uh, James maybe would know that from all his comic reading. <laughs> Nicola, you've just done a little duck again uh, away from Malcolm. Yeah, and I guess I'm, I'm trying to like keep in mind the words of the chant as well and keep going as I duck and weave. Okay, so... You want an intelligence success mm. for that. I do think as many of us should be trying to maintain this chart as possible. I didn't like the sound of casualties. 
Ooh, 21 sounds like a success to me. In fact, I think that is a hard success. You've memorized the chant, now roll me power to be able to say it while also ducking and weaving away from Malcolm. Mm. Oh yes! Nicola's on fire! That's a 13, which is almost an extreme power success. Amazing. Russell, what do you do in this in this little chaos? So we have um, the kumbayaing and the weird steaming <laughs> from the lotus. We have Sage, who's also in a lotus pose next to the lotus. Right. Uh, we have Kiana and um, Nicola are both being grabbed by assistants. And Talia's at the top of the stairs being like, um, it looks like you're having a good time. I'm going to go and grab something to eat. See you later. <laughs> Damn it, Talia. <laughs> oh, no. Okay, so... Russell is the only one still chanting at this point, is that right? No, James and Nicola James, right. are also chanting. Okay, well in that case, I think Russell is going to try and tackle Sage and stop her doing a chant because clearly she's trying to do something to interfere with this. So I reckon he's going to try and like come up behind her and clamp a hand over her mouth. Okay, without trying to keep doing the chant, or...? He will try and continue the chant, but I think if there are other people still chanting, mm -hmm. then uh, he'll, he'll put his focus on stopping Sage. So you, have, you didn't manage to properly chant the last time because you failed your power roll. Mm -hmm. So to memorize it, it would be an intelligence roll with a penalty die. Okay. Uh, yes, that was a 24. I, I rolled both of them, so well, hey. Amazing. And now what are you doing? You're going to tackle Sage? Yep, okay. I'm going to kind of grab her from behind, like put a hand over her mouth from behind, almost almost like with like a, a, a choke hold, but not trying to choke her. Just, just try to immobilize her head and, and cover her mouth, really. Okay. Uh, she's going to try and push you away, so feel free to give me a fighting brawl. Okay. Uh, I've only got 37 in brawl, but we shall try. Yes, that was an 11. So Amazing. that was a hard success. So she basically notices you too late and doesn't have the ability to stop you. You put her hand over her mouth and you stop her from chanting. However... I would like a power roll from you okay. to keep chanting while all of this is happening. Alrighty. No, that was a fail on the POW, 63 versus 49. So what happens is you know the chant, but you still keep running out of breath <laughs> with all your acrobatics and you're running around to get Sage. Yeah. Um, and Kiana, unfortunately, is being held down by one of the assistants. Uh, and is just trying to get out of the hold by failing. James and Nicola, please lose three magic points each. Three magic points. Oh, fun. Okay, down to six. Ouch. I'm down to five because I'm teeny tiny. Oh, teeny tiny. I don't, I don't contain as much magic. <laughs> is it measured by volume then? Pretty sure. All the best wizards are like just enormous, right? Yeah. <laughs> Malcolm gets 
kind of excited that you failed to, he failed to catch you the first time he's uh, in for a challenge so he goes again and this time he goes for your legs to like swoop you from oh. from low down oh, I tap Y to jump over his attack let's go yeah, no. he did a he made a hard success happen what? so he grabs you from your legs and he kind of pushes pulls you over his um, shoulder yeah, it's finally happening. He's sweeping me off my feet. <laughs> That's a 78. Nicola is powerless to stop him. Uh, I assume he carries me off to his white horse. He's carrying you back up the stairs. Okay. Well, I am feebly hammering on his back with my fists and, and raising my voice to continue the chant as we go. Malcolm, stop it! <laughs> <laughs> I, I hate this, you guys. Just so you know, I just, this wasn't my plan at all. It's the worst. Oh, anyway, see you later. I feel horrible muscles just rippling. <laughs> uh, James, what do you do? You've now seen uh, Russell grappling with Sage, another assistant grab, gra- having grabbed Kiana, and then Malcolm just uh, grabbed Nicola and is, is leaving with her. Okay. Uh, and as far as I can see, is the lotus changing in any way? It's, uh, you can see that uh, the, its tips have started to melt a little bit. Uh, okay, in which case, I'm the, I'm the only person left holding the phone. I'm going to take the phone round to the back of the the lotus thing and start chanting louder and faster. (laughs) Louder and faster. (laughs) Okay, so you keep chanting. Absolutely, because my my thinking is, if if I stop chanting when Russell is clearly distracted, Nicola's being carried away, Kiana's already out of action, Mm -hmm. then nobody is chanting. And I'm pretty sure it's important, so I'm going to chant my arse off. Okay. Karen, your clothes are almost completely melted. You can see the tips are melting more as well of the lotus. And you're just very happy about all of this, but something something is starting to, like, something in your brain is starting to come back to normal. Not yet, but something is, is starting to feel a bit odd. Your, your kumbaya is less passionate than before. <laughs> Um, yeah, and I think uh, that there's this there's this thought starting to pass through Karen's mind of, did I fuck up by climbing in this thing? Was that a mistake? <laughs> have I surely not? Have I made an error? <laughs> but uh, as you say, haven't haven't quite uh, clocked that yet. So we'll we'll spend another round just singing slightly more quietly and finishing getting undressed. Nicola. Yes, hello. You're living the dream. Oh yeah, I'm just planting, uh, you know, tender kisses in his lower back as I'm hoisted away. <laughs> Your face is covered in oil. <laughs> that actually, I've been scouring my character sheet to see if there's any darn thing I can think of. I'm mad that they made me bury my pendant. Uh, probably the only reasonable weapon I've got to hand is my earrings, which as we all know from the movies, are profoundly sharp. Pierce his ears. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> He's going to look great when I, by the time I'm done with him. No, the Make only him thing a I, montage. <laughs> the only thing I can think of to do is, if I've got a couple of nice ear studs in, um, carefully prise them both out as I'm sort of hanging limply um, and line them both up over his shirtless uh, upper back, uh, lower back even, and then just I want to like in one motion jab them both in deep as I can, just for like a moment of shock that I can then use to just kind of like twist and writhe and try and jump off his shoulder. 
Okay. Um, you're at the ba by the base of the stairs at the moment. Cool. Um, if I could do this while we're not halfway up the staircase, that would be uh, the best. You're at the base. Good, so good. you have a 50-50 chance of falling on steps or not. Uh, roll me, uh, what do you... I guess it's a brawl to I'm attack. I'm not a sturdy, fighty character. But I'm going to give it a go. Can I get a, an advantage because I'm distracting him with pain? Because it's not just a straightforward me trying to You're wrestle. stabbing him with the earrings. Right, but what I'm really trying to do is just wrestle... Like, I'm not trying to do damage. I'm trying to wrestle okay. my way out of his grasp. And I'm trying to give myself an edge by causing him just a jab of pain. You know, like something he's not expecting. Come on. Come on. You need to roll to stab him as well, though. Like getting out your earrings while you're hanging upside down and stabbing someone to feel pain. Would like, you, it's I, a whole thing. You can't just have it and have a bonus die. Would you accept a dexterity for getting my earrings out? An upside down dexterity, yeah. Yes. Yeah, roll dexterity and then maybe you can have a bonus die. All right. That's a 20. You get your earrings out of strength for actually causing any pain with them. Uh, that I'm happy to do, because I'm actually very strong, oddly enough. <laughs> if only we could roll strength in fights. Oh my god. I rolled a 73. Uh, hilariously, Nicola's strength is 72. So I'd like to spend <laughs> one point of luck to successfully <laughs> jab this man. Is that okay? Yeah, so now you can have a f um, a s another strength roll to get out, I guess. Really? Yeah. Oh, amazing. An opposed one, though, because he gets a strength as well. That's fine. I still got 72 over here. You can have a bonus die. Do you need it? I don't. I got 34. That's a hard success. You roll it anyway. You might get extreme. Oh, nice. That's true. I will reroll. Is a 69 a success? Yeah. Him? Okay, but I got a hard and uh, an 81. That's not as fun. A hard success. Okay. So you jab him. He's like, ow. And then you fall to the ground like a sack of spuds yeah and i keep chanting <laughs> yeah that's a that's a that's a power roll with a penalty die yeah that's fair <laughs> uh, oh come on that's a 70 and a 73 uh my power's only 58. you know that penalty dies you only roll the percentile die, right? You are not rolling both dice every time, are you? Oh yeah, I roll both both dice. Well, in that case it would Someone just be... Someone doesn't know the rules. <laughs> 73 actually... and 73 in that case. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So unfortunately, even though you managed to make it out, you fail to keep up the chant. Well, fair enough, I guess. Now Do I... you keep forgetting about Sage? I keep forgetting about Sage. Sage... No, she's fine. She's been meditating. She loves it. ...is going to try and push Russell away. Russell, I'm assuming you mm -hmm. want to fight back? Yep, absolutely. He's just going to try and hold her still. He's not trying to hurt her. He just wants to immobilize her. Okay. Uh, yeah, okay, she fails. Uh, and now you can see that she's getting really angry. Her eyes are, are all white and her hair is starting to kind of electrify a bit. Give it a minute and she's going to literally call down the power of the weather. <laughs> <laughs> No, okay. that's too, it's too early a reference for you people, isn't it? Okay, fine. Oh, I, mean, I got it. Don't worry. Da, da, da. Which one? Yeah, the, the 90s X-Men cartoon. Uh, it's... 
I watch that every time after every day after school. That and the Spider-Man one. All right, in which case it was a it was a bad attempt at the X-Men theme. Uh, yeah, I was always into Rogue. She's great. Although they, in in English, she has a like really intense southern accent that I could not get used to after, after watching it in Greek. Anyway, um, not relevant. We're getting there. Uh, Russell, uh, I'll need uh, power roll to keep chanting, please. Okay. Let's see. No, that's a fail. Sixty-five. Kiana. Kiana manages to break free from the other assistant. Go, Kiana! But uh, is failing to keep up with the chant. And the only one who's chanting right now is James. James! Yes? Lose six magic points, please. I only have five magic points. Does that mean I lose a hit point? Indeed. As a, a little bit of blood drips from your nose, just like I Eleven in Stranger Things. <laughs> Okay, that leaves me with six hit points. So if I lose more magic points next turn, I might just die. But it'll be worth it, because at this point, you can actually see Karen's head, like the biz mouth is melted to the point where she seems to be seeing you. Um, And it it seems to be working. And then, Malcolm is now angry that you poked him with your earrings. What? Me? No. So he's going to try and push you to cause damage. Well, I'm on the floor, right? Oh, in which case he might lie on top of you. Oh, really? (laughs) (laughs) He's like, oh, I see. He just comes coming for a body slam. Oh, God. Okay, well, I I attempt to scuttle away from him like a bug. A reluctant (laughs) bug. Oh, yeah, let's go. That's a 36. My dodge is 22. You want to spend your luck? Uh, yep. I'm going to have to. Does it just need to be a normal success? Yeah. Okay, so that is, what, 14 points, bringing my luck down to 24. Yay! Yay. But I do it. I, I spider my way out of there, and I attempt to resume my chant. How roll. Uh, 47. Success. Okay. James might not die this turn. Wait, no. Uh, sorry, that's not, not the time for your power roll yet. Later. Well, I'm keeping the roll. Okay? <laughs> I'm coming the for you, James. goes for Kiana. Uh, they're stuck in a fight. Uh, and Kiana also. Kiana manages to... Wait, it's not, it's not up to Kiana yet. James, what do you do? Um, How I'm close just... are you to the Bismouth, by the way? I mean, I, I, I'm just trying to put the Bismouth between me and the orderlies. The okay, oily, so you're orderlies. trying to keep distance, I imagine. Yeah, still. that's the idea. Okay. I'm not trying to lick it or anything. I just want to have it between <laughs> me and Willie Malcolm. Okay, so that's uh, not within the vapor. No, no. I, uh, yeah, I just, I just want it to, to, to be an obstacle. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to be quite disturbed by the blood flowing from my nose, um, but I think I'm going to keep her chanting. <laughs> Let's do it. Um, actually, that probably is a bit painful, so I might offer you a power roll for that, because that's very disturbing. Okay, 51. Come on, James. Uh, no, 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 no. 
No. Did you fail? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and way um, too far away to use luck points, aren't you? Uh, Russell, you're holding on to Sage, and you notice that her skin has been growing warmer and quite hot since you grabbed her. Hmm. And then suddenly it it bursts into a powerful burning light as she starts pulling onto you but upwards as if she's trying to levitate or fly. It is becoming hotter and hotter. Uh, would you like to try and hold on to her or would you like to let go as it is becoming quite painful? Mm, um, I think in reality, anybody would just like instinctively let go, wouldn't yeah. they? Really? It would take um, a power roll yeah. to, to keep, keep at it. Um, he wants to hold on, but I, I think in reality nobody would. So I think he'd just like let go for a minute and maybe try and pull down his sleeves over his hands and then possibly try and go back in. Uh, so you let go for now mm. and then Okay. Um, as you let go, her. She literally bursts in radiant light and starts levitating off the ground. Um, and I'd like everyone to roll sanity, please. Oh no. <laughs> oh dear. Can I definitely see it from the other side of the bismuth? Oh yeah. No oh, bums. She's up. Oh no. Nope. 94. Terrible, terrible fail. 93, same. Uh, do, I'd like... Do I do I also have to roll sanity on grounds that I'm already fucking crazy at this stage? <laughs> yeah, no, you too. Okay. Everyone who succeeded, please lose one. That's exactly how much I need to become indefinitely insane. <laughs> In my defense, she's friggin' flying. <laughs> and we none of us are used to this, are we? Yeah, well, no. Indefinitely insane, huh? Yeah, just hit my threshold. Goodness. Uh... Roll me luck, please. Oh, yeah, I'd love to. Got so much of that left. <laughs> no, that's a 76. You realize now that the Lotus must be saved and they are actually working to make the world a better place. You, you've put the pieces together finally. That there's no reason to keep misery alive for everyone. If you let them do what they're doing, everyone could be happy and isn't that what the whole point is. Oh my god, where are the bad guys? Karen was right. <laughs> um, roll me a d10, please. Uh-huh. That's a four. Okay. How much is the loss for failing that sound check? One d3, please. Okay. Okay. One. Okay. Also one. Okay. So you're a bit shocked, but you're not, uh, you, you know, things have been weird. Um, it was only enough for Nicola to snap. Yeah, floating gurries. <laughs> <laughs> and Karen, you have a brief moment of realization of what's happening. You return mm -hmm. back to yourself. You see the melting acid on the ground. You can smell the like molten rock, and you mm -hmm. can see 
sage flying bright lights and yep yep you have a moment of like ah ah shit what what but also at this point uh, the bismouth is like kind of chest level so you can't easily mm. like get out or do anything still okay nice um is there anything nearby that i could pick up and like throw Things have melted by your feet, but like your shoes are still okay. But of course, then you you wonder what it might be like to step on the acid. Yeah, that sounds like a bad idea. Um, could I like try and break a piece of it off? Is that a thing? No, it's it's, it's rock. <laughs> You're not strong enough. Okay, in that case, um, uh, Karen will. Uh, start like trying to do the chant, but in the knowledge that she doesn't really know the words. She's like, Has she ever read it? I think she's read it like exactly once. Um, okay. But can't remember at all. So she's just going to be like, uh, uh, Bismouth, Bismouth, we love you lots, Bismouth, Bismouth. <laughs> Okay, that's yeah. a hard intelligence with a penalty die. <laughs> that is a 40. I need a 28. Can I spend luck? It is a 64. A 64? And you need a 56. How is it a How is it a 64? It's a penalty die. So the second dice counts as 10s, and you take the... You roll two 10-sided dice, essentially, and you take the, the higher, the worse one, and that oh. counts as your 10, so if that makes sense. Oh, you, you, you need a 28 right. out of 64. <laughs> okay. Got it. Um, I mean, I can make that happen, and I will. Okay. Uh, I will spend that uh, <laughs> 36 luck uh, oh. to, to make that happen. <clears throat> wow, we are big spenders today. Okay, you chant the thing. Well done. Uh, Nicola, what do you, what, oh, wait. Uh, Does that cost magic points? Am Not I, yet, am I still I'll happy? tell you, I'll tell you. Okay. Nicola. Yes. What do you do? Um, I was scuttling away and chanting. And yet. Oh yeah, no, but now Things I have changed. I, my God, I completely forgot. <laughs> yeah, no, now I've just been muttering to myself and now I call out like, no, no, don't you see? Uh, they, it's it, it's there in the chant. Benevolent cause, consuming flaws, cleansing humanity. We, we've been all wrong. And um, I'm gonna, <laughs> like scuttling away from Malcolm, I'm gonna stagger to my feet and uh, rush over to where James is the only one keeping this going, right? Uh, no, James has panicked about the nosebleed and stopped chanting. So nobody's chanting. Oh no, uh, Karen's Karen chanting. is chanting Karen inside is attempting. The... Okay, I'm just going to go over and give her a hug because you, she's she... inside the plant. Oh, fine, I start climbing those bismuth stairs <laughs> because this... she gets it. Okay, Romy, climb. <laughs> I will. <laughs> One minute this thing wasn't very tall and it was easy to get inside and now I'm rolling climb. Is it... it's, it's easy to get inside when the leaves are open, oh, but now the they've closed all... all around and then started melting. Okay, right, yeah, fine. I guess I'm climbing this uh, <laughs> melting uh, rocky formation. Let's go. 37. How many climb points did you put in this pre-gen? 
Not many, tell you what. That's a base of 20, so 17 points. I am not going to spend 17 <laughs> points of luck. So you're just vaguely clambering on the top of the rocky I'm, floor. Yeah. Being I'm, like, hey, stop it. <laughs> I'm smacking, like, the, the crystal petals. Like, hey, no, it's it's okay. It's good. It's actually quite painful to just smack it. I not stop. spank it. <laughs> smack it. Um. Spank that Lotus. <laughs> Russell, you've just let go of Sage, who has started levitating uh, and is uh, full of bright light. I think he is absolutely shocked, but all he can think of to do is start chanting again. Okay. Um, you pass. Uh, did you lose one sanity? So it's no big deal. I yeah, did. Yep. Chanting. No biggie. No biggie. Um, okay. So, uh, Karen and Russell, please lose three magic points each. You got it. All righty. Uh, I'm on six now. You hear, you, you start, um, you see the, the bismuth start melting more aggressively and then the vibrations get more intense and the earth shakes and it starts glowing. You hear Sage say, no, and then fly out of the room uh, and also Malcolm and the other assistants start clambering up the stairs as fast as they can as the bismuth explodes in bright blinding light uh, to for everyone besides Karen who is inside and is shielded from all of this everyone uh, roll me a d100 Everyone except me? Yeah, you're fine. Woo! That's a five. That's got to be good, right? 49. I'm starting to think I shouldn't have been trying to climb this thing. <laughs> <laughs> 37. Oh, no. You can hear the dice like the dropping of doom, can't you? Mm-hmm. And everything goes back to normal. The bismuth has disappeared flat into the ground and first of all everyone roll sanity please for having participated in this ritual i mean besides you you're in a bad you're not oh nicola doesn't okay uh, yeah nicola oh, i failed again i don't think i've passed a sand roll yet that is a fail for me and i no longer have enough luck to fix it that's oh, a pass from russell 1d6 um, <sighs> Indeed. Six. Oh no! Oh no! Intelligence. Do I lose any for a pass? Uh, one. Okay. Okay. Luckily, that's a massive fail on intelligence. That's ninety-three versus fifty-three. So that's that's two for me. <laughs> Can I just remind myself of the rules? Uh, a fifth of what you started with today. Yeah. I'm I'm crazy. You also would anyway because you are temporarily insane because you mm -hmm. just got out of a bout of madness, so you just yeah, get that's, straight that's back fair. in. Um, you feel a heavy loss and mourning for the Lotus, and you understand what uh, Nicola must feel right now. Is Nicola like, okay? In between. Huh? Sorry, I was just going to say, like. Is Nicola okay, or did this thing like explode? You're okay. I'm okay, okay, fine. But not everyone is. You see Kiana in the back, 
who is screaming, I can't see, I can't see. Oh no. Russell, being a doctor, will immediately go over to her. You find that there's no reason why she can't see, but the potentially the explosion of light caused this. While you're checking over her, Malcolm and the other assistant, the, Malcolm carrying the other assistant, uh, run up the stairs to leave. You feel another big vibration, a big little, a little tremor in the ground. And then you realize, you look around and you realize that it seems to be over. When you exit the underground chamber, you find that all the other attendees are very confused. Uh, a lot of them have gone back to the woods and are trying to unearth their valuable things that they need to live or that they just value, wondering what possessed them and um, Sage is nowhere to be found. Uh, I think it's time for uh, a little epilogue, unless um, anyone wants to say anything. So just, just so I can check for my own sort of character thing, by failing the intelligence role, I basically just sort of don't believe everything that just happened, right? Is you that, can't so process it, is the idea. Okay. So maybe you either are like, no, we, we didn't do what I think we did. We did something else that makes more yeah. sense. Or you instantly like forget about it, suppress it, you know, like, yeah, well, or it we, feels like a dream. You're like, that's not quite real, We right? turned off the no. drug tap, that's what we did. <laughs> we went down there, there's a big tap saying happy drugs, mm -hmm. and we turned that yeah. off. You basically <laughs> find a way to either misunderstand or rationalize it. It's up to you how. Cool. And um, yeah, you have destroyed the Bismuth. You have saved all of the attendees. And you have not become blind, but Kiana has. Um, everyone can regain... Um, I guess not yet, two of you are insane. <laughs> but yep. later... Uh, everyone can regain 2d10 sanity. Ooh. Um, and let's do epilogues. James, uh, what is James doing in the short term and then in the long term with his life? I think in the short term, James will uh, just sort of refuse to take part in any conversations about the realities of what happened. Um, you know, telling himself that it was something you know, much more simple and sinister rather than mysterious and supernatural and sinister. Um, he'll gather his stuff, go back to his car, um, you know, drive home, leave the retreat a very, very bad Google review, <laughs> <laughs> and then scrap all of the work on his second graphic novel and instead start writing uh, a new second graphic novel which will allow all of the stuff that he doesn't want to think about to bleed out of his head. So there'll nice. be there'll be evil sort of caricatured hippy dippy muscle bound idiots, um, you know, trying to control people and forcing their happiness upon them, um, and all of those kinds of things. So all the things he can't process properly will come out on the page. And whether it's a success, for, I guess that's up to the fates. Karen, uh, tell me about your short term and your long term. Short term, of course, uh, it takes a, a minute or two to snap out of the state you're in. 
Yeah, like in the short term, you guys just just see like Karen knelt in the in the molten like slop that used to be the Bismuth. You just hear uh, someone's melted, my lord. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, very good. Uh, and also, of course, because you're indefinitely insane, unless you like get therapy, um, mm-hmm. you'll be fragile, significantly fragile for months and months. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so like medium term is Karen would absolutely be digging up the, the knife that her mother left her um, uh, and then immediately obsessively uh, set out um, to essentially like remajor from civil engineering into seismology uh, <laughs> and, and devote her life to like tracking unusual earthquake patterns across the country to try and hunt down Guru Sage, like eventually driving away all of the people who are closest to her. Like her father becomes estranged, uh, her, her boyfriend, who initially uh, partners with her on this as a geologist, because I've just decided that, that would be a great <laughs> speciality for him to have. Um, her breast friend, Rena, like they they basically stop talking to one Did another. Did you say breast friend? Because that's interesting. Look, okay, sometimes <laughs> I don't say things. One of her friends is just a giant boob. That I mean to say, it is a thing that I do occasionally. <laughs> um, and... Uh, yeah, uh, ends up, I mean, I'm happy to roll luck for it, but in my mind, either she ends up uh, hunting down Guru Sage uh, and and confronting her, or just goes mad and ends up like sort of homeless and raving on the streets uh, to anyone who passes by about <laughs> like, beware the vegans, they'll fucking get you. <laughs> <laughs> um... I'll, uh, I, I think I, I think it's uh, it'll be okay for you to hunt down. Um, but it might not be her. You might find yourself in a retreat, and she's not there at all. Oh yeah, like that's absolutely um, fine. Like just this whole the whole yeah. system just needs to be torn down brick by brick, and that's Karen's like life goal now. Nicola, short term, long term. You're also quite fragile, similar to Karen. Women, am I right? <laughs> um. <laughs> Uh, so Nicola lost a fair whack of sanity, and I think is haunted by the um, the feeling just at the end there, just before it melted away, that we were in the wrong, and actually its purpose was noble. Um, so I think initially she's like trying to commiserate with Karen. Maybe she joins in briefly with the with the kumbaya, <laughs> but then as as Karen very. Um, you know, like completely uh, switches to to hunt them down. This must be stopped mode. Nicola goes very much the other way, I think. Uh, having been kind of, uh, she was always kind of adrift and trying to find a sense of community and purpose before she came to the retreat. This was her first contact with anything sort of with this kind of spirituality. And it was her first glimpse of like real magic or possibilities in the world. And now she's hooked on it. She, uh, she can't shake the idea that there might be real momentous magic happening if she can just find the right hippy-dippy commune to join. <laughs> so she also starts going from retreat to retreat, uh, but not trying to hunt anyone down. She wants, to, she wants to figure out what's really going on so she can finally achieve this kind of uh, acidic liquid enlightenment. 
Does she uh, buy a lot of stuff from Goop, including that candle that smells like what's her face's vagina? Oh yeah, yeah. And the yeah, jade eggs works. Mm-hmm. Uh, what Ew. about Russell? Well, in the short term, Russell would take Kiana straight to the nearest A and E to check out her eyes, and he'd stay with her until she's seen and and till she's settled. After that. In the medium term, I think his work has always been his life and he tries to go back to work. But what he's seen is just, it, it's its left him very confused and he's just finding he can't concentrate anymore. And the stethoscope, which I'm sure he asked somebody to go and dig up while he was um, hightailing it to the nearest A&E, doesn't calm him down anymore. He always used to listen to his own heartbeat with it. So eventually he retires on medical grounds, uh, doesn't know what to do with himself for a while. And then he starts going back to the local Buddhist temple and he kind of rediscovers the Buddhist faith that he was born into. And I think eventually he just starts coming back to himself and he starts volunteering for local groups in particular local rugby club he starts volunteering for that and he kind of the rest of his life he just kind of lives a life of quiet service to the community he's never quite happy but he's also never quite lost lovely kiana unfortunately never regains her eyesight Uh, At first, she doesn't mind because she's excited to go back home and uh, find Sylvia, who she briefly assumes that she saved by destroying the Bismuth. However, she was mistaken, as there was no change in her. Oh no. Oh, because it was the previous Bismuth that ate her vibes. With having lost uh, any hope of getting her um, love back and also her eyesight, uh, we can assume that things are looking very grim for her. Russell would try and put her in touch with uh, local charities and local third sector and, and social services, kind of helping with rehabilitation. Karen will try to recruit her into her crusade against the uh, organisation. <laughs> Let's be hard to do. (laughs) And yeah, this brings us to the end of today's episode. Thank you so much, everyone. Seb, Noxicals, Hal, Lydia, and of course, our amazing co-editors, Brayden and Jason. You've all been the best. And a big, massive thank you to our listeners. You're all exceptional. If you've enjoyed this episode, make sure to check out the scenario book on our website and drive through RPG. Maybe send in some good vibes to the review. Your listens, comments and ratings are incredibly helpful. But if you want a way to support us further, please consider joining us over on patreon.com forward slash stars where you get access to episodes a week early. We'll be back shortly to record Beyond the Madness for our cult elder and avatar tier patrons. They get access to behind-the-scenes discussion after every episode, as well as bonus episodes, exclusive Discord channels, and more. Speaking of Discord, you can find an invite link to our Discord community, as well as all of our social media links, on our website at starsaride.com, and in the description of this episode. Come join us! Now, farewell, dear listeners, until the stars are right again. Before moving on to this week's Beyond the Madness, I'd like to urge our lovely fans to leave us a review and let us know what you think. Reviews help us reach more people and give us that extra boost of enthusiasm to keep doing what we love. You can find all the places you can review us at starsaride.com forward slash reviews. Thank you.